all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 2nd of July. COVID-19 cases in India have continued to rise with the country adding over 18,000 new cases at last count, taking the total tally to over 5.85 lakh as of yesterday morning. Speaking of the coronavirus, the Ministry of Ayush has allowed Patanjali Ayurved to make and sell its new drug as an immunity booster without claiming that it can cure COVID-19. The Divya Coronal tablet is registered by the Uttarakhand Licensing Authority against respiratory tract ailments and all types of fever, but not as a cure for COVID-19, the ministry said this in a letter to Patanjali. The company has been allowed to continue clinical trials. In other news, Indian Railways is seeking investment from private players to operate high-speed passenger trains in the country as it seeks to reduce travel time and expand capacity. The Ministry of Railways said yesterday that it has invited requests for qualifications from private firms to operate passenger train services over 109 origin destination routes with the use of 151 modern trains. The project would entail private sector investment of about 30,000 crore rupees. Meanwhile, fresh investment proposals have fallen sharply in India in the April to June quarter as the coronavirus pandemic understandably disrupted economic activity and dragged sentiment lower. New projects worth only 56,000 crore rupees were proposed in the first quarter of the financial year according to early estimates by the Center for Monitoring Indian Activity. And though an upward revision can be expected in the final figures, they would still be significantly lower than the 3.37 lakh crore worth of new projects in the January to March quarter. In news in the oil market, the OPEC slashed oil production to the lowest level since the Gulf War in 1991 as it escalated efforts to revive global markets. Saudi Arabia faithfully delivered the extra curbs promised in June and its allies that have been laggards so far have stepped up their performance according to a Bloomberg survey. In fact, OPEC and its partners record output cuts since May have helped revive the oil market, but a recent surge of COVID-19 infections in countries including the US is highlighting the fragility of that recovery. The OPEC has cut production by 1.93 million barrels a day to 22.69 million barrels a day last month according to the survey. That's the lowest since May 1991. As of this morning, Brent crude is trading at 41.89 dollars to the barrel. In international news, China's new national security law for Hong Kong has come into effect. And by yesterday evening local time nearly 300 protesters had been arrested nine people were arrested specifically for violating the new legislation according to bloomberg the new laws provisions went beyond what many investors democracy advocates and even pro beijing politicians had expected prompting warnings that it would have a negative effect on free speech 
Thousands of demonstrators carrying umbrellas and American flags clash with officers. Pro-democracy lawmakers have expressed concern that the law will be used to bar them from seeking office in September elections. And leaders in Beijing and Hong Kong did nothing to allay those worries during briefings to explain the 35-page document. The law's vague language generated further confusion about what activities were allowed. And in more on U.S.-China relations, the U.S. House of Representatives has passed a bill imposing sanctions on banks that do business with Chinese officials that are involved in cracking down on pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. The bill, which is similar but not identical to a measure passed by the Senate last week, would have to be approved by the Senate before going to President Donald Trump for a signature. And that's not all. The U.S. is also preparing to roll out long-delayed sanctions to punish senior Chinese officials over human rights abuses against Muslims in Xinjiang, according to a Bloomberg report. In international equity markets, Asian markets have started mixed this morning, following a similarly mixed session in the U.S. last night. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, Asia has opened marginally in the green and the SGX Nifty futures is showing at least a little more strength as compared to its Asian peers. And we're likely to open higher as well this morning. But we started Coal India's June update where Coal India's production has declined 12.8% year on year at 39.2 million tons and the coal offtake has come off by 15% at 41.6 million tons. And NMDC has similarly shown a decline of 7% in its June sales at 2.48 million tons. But NMDC has also set its lump iron ore prices at 2450 rupees per ton and iron ore fines at 2160 rupees per ton with effect from June 30th. We have an update from India Cement on COVID-19 impact and the company says the operations have resumed in phases from April. Dispatches started in a lower scale after 15th April and given the current situation and reintroduction of the lockdown in certain parts of Tamil Nadu, it is very difficult to predict how the economic growth will be in immediate two quarters. And the company has said that it's availed the first moratorium offered by Reserve Bank of India and has requested its lenders to extend the second moratorium. Moving on, we have Dixon Tech, which has entered a new line of business to manufacture setup boxes. Total investment will be at around 40 to 50 lakh rupees, according to the company, and expects a revenue of around 100 to 150 crores in fiscal 2021. And key bulk deals, we have Anoop Engineering, where HDFC Mutual Fund has acquired 0.8% stake at 380 rupees per share in the company. And so many ceramics, where Aditya Birla Sun Life Insurance has bought about half a percent stake at 117.8 rupees per share. Now, these are just some of the stocks we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. 
And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.